This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah! I still haven't eaten now, and people are making some pretty good suggestions right now. Emily was a little... um, how do we want to describe it, Emily? That you you had never had an In and Out burger before ten thirty in the morning, or a hamburger? Yeah, well, I I don't like to eat like maybe like a huge red meat in the in the morning. I'm just okay. gonna say that. That, that that's that that seems reasonable enough. I have but a Philly cheesesteak every around nine thirty. A big old New York strip at nine a.m. I like to have if I don't have a ribeye by eleven a.m. It's just not, you know. It's not a day. It's like starting a day. How do I get the day started? Most people like a cup of coffee and a piece of toast. Alan likes a ribeye. I I understand it. Um, Larissa has a very good point. She says, always hit up the In-N-Out right when they open up on the way out of Vegas. See, she's got a plan. That's somebody that you know has a plan on how they want to execute their food for the day. That I'm going to hit the In-N-Out before I take the 48-hour drive back to Los Angeles. Never make that drive, by the way. Always fly. I don't, there, there are cheap flights. It's not any more expensive, really. That, that, when was the last time you made that drive, Al? To Vegas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, a long, long time. No, you got to just take the flight. Southwest, is, they're slobbing up $79. We're, we're taking a flight. There's no, no driving out there. All right. Ramsey Morris says, Trav was Johnny Lawrence in, in high school as a bully. <laughs> I don't like that, but that's probably more accurate than I'd like it to be. Maybe that's why I always felt I did the, the way I did about that movie is I identified more as Johnny Lawrence. I was feeling pretty good about myself when I was 17. It, it's like the world was coming together for me pretty well. I, and it hasn't panned out exactly how it was open since then, but you didn't get changed. to pitch for the Dodgers. But other than yeah. that, it's been okay. You haven't changed. You know, you're still uh, kind of walking around. A lot of times people would refer to you as an a-hole. Um, just somebody that they don't want to, you know, they just don't want to deal with. They don't want to deal with them. <laughs> Thankfully, my wife's kind of like the great neutralizer. She's like, he can't be that bad because she's great, and we all like hers. There must be some part of it that we haven't quite got to experience. I don't know what this one means, Al, but I'm glad that it was sent. This was sent to both of us. It says, they're both awful. Trav and Slee are 100 times better. I didn't bother to open up the rest of it because I don't really care. I'm just glad that we're 100 times better than something else. That's got to make you feel good, right? Did you did you read this, the Bison 626? Hit me. This dude just straight up, he said, damn, you guys made me go out of my way right now. He's got a picture of two double-doubles <laughs> in his car. Perfect. What, what? Damn us. What do you mean? You're welcome. Bison, you're welcome for us inspiring you to make a, a, a great choice. You're fine. You're Enjoy it. Yeah, but this is kind of uh, BS here. Yeah, he's got two double-doubles right there, and here we are. I'm just I'm drinking some coffee. I got nothing as well. <laughs> I haven't had anything for breakfast either. He Maybe got that pretty what... fast, too. He went through that line and in and out pretty fast. If he got it between now and the start of the show, hey. when he started hey, you, you, you got to go, be... go early. All go good things are worth waiting for, right? And every, anything that comes easy is probably not something that you want. That's the the rule of thumb. David Rodriguez with the tweet of the day so far. Miguel from Karate Kid 
is Zion Williamson. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, no, that's perfect. We were talking about the whole thing, right? That some, uh, Noah earlier called Just do it said, alone. That Russell Westbrook is Karate Kid or Cobra Kai. That at first glance, like, yeah, this is kind of fun. This is cool. I'm excited. And then the more you watch, you're like, nah, man, this, this isn't really working out. And Miguel has put on a little weight. And Miguel is Zion Williamson. It works out perfectly, Al. Yeah, let's get uh, Zion's got a – every time I bring up Zion to Michael or Luca, like he uses uh, – even Luca, he's like – I think the word he uses is like pudgy, you know, something along uh-huh. those lines. Uh, yeah, Miguel's got a lucky, – lucky for him, he doesn't have to go run 48 minutes a game and put up a triple-double. So I, I think Miguel will be fine. <laughs> well, he's got to fight Cobra Kai in the All-Valley. I mean, I, you, you can talk about the NBA all you want, but the All-Valley is where we know where the real the, the, the real athletes compete in the All-Valley. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. One more from Mike Morales, who writes, couldn't agree with you guys more about Cobra Kai. How's the whole premise switch from Johnny's point of view to LaRusso's? I don't like LaRusso either. Always thinks he's right. Glad his daughter is finally waking up. See? I'm I'm the tip of the spear, Al. I'm letting people know. That's your account. You you had your your son wrote that. <laughs> yeah, my my alter ego is Mike Morales. <laughs> that's, that's right. I put together my son's name and Chris's name, and I've created awesome. Mike Morales. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Burbank and Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what up? Everybody's locked in. Happy New Year. Hey, check it out, Alex Trebek. Um, first off. Four by four, animal style, straight up, no drink, no fries, because we're gonna have beers after that, right? So, <laughs> yeah, Perfect. we can't take a broom with Dr Pepper, Coke. Man. We're gonna throw down a couple brews after, but Fine. four by four, animal style. And listen, speaking of weight, it didn't work for THT, right? Look, we all know he was a stud. He was an absolute stud in that playoff series uh, where we won the chip down in the bubble. He, he did great, you know, against James Harden. That's when Westbrook was, you know, going one for 19 for the Rockets at that time. But we're struggling, and I don't like to celebrate when we beat teams that we should beat. You know, what are we, 500? I mean, yeah, the road is long, but um, none of us knew, I mean, at least I didn't, that DeMar was going to be a stud because, you know, he openly said that he would have taken a discount to come down. So we could have had him, kept Caruso, and had we known THT was going to flop, you know, send him somewhere or just not resign him. But listen, program's great. Uh, you guys are locked in. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Mike. it, Mike. Thank you. You know, it's funny. Uh, yesterday was doing – by the way, the DeMar thing, the the DeRozan thing, people kind of throw this out there. And I remember when remember when he was on uh, with Shannon Sharp, uh, his podcast, I think it's a Shea Shea podcast, something along those lines. Okay. And – Shan Sharp is as big of a Laker fan as anybody is. So he was kind of pushing DeMar. This was during the summer of, hey, would you sign with the Lakers? And he said, yeah. You know, and, he, and he talked about how you take less money to do it. And I remember Shannon Sharp saying something along the lines of like, look, I know it's easy to say me that, tell me that right now, but ultimately somebody's going to come in and put a check in front of you. Are you going to take that check or are you going to take some type of a discount? He went and got paid in Chicago. The Lakers didn't have money to send him. The only way the Lakers could assign him is if it was a 
um, the Spurs would have to agree to a sign-and-trade as well, which I, I don't think anybody thought that the San Lakers Antonio Spurs, Spurs are, not are going to try to help each other. And now DeMar is playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis and probably have the closest path to a championship. So I don't think that was going to happen. He signed for $80-plus million over three years. So I, I think the the thought process of DeMar was just going to come over and play for the Lakers for $5.5 million a year. Mm-hmm. Trav, I, I don't, really don't think that was going to happen. Do you really leave that much money on the table – if this is your professional career, you leave $65 million on the table. I don't think that was going to happen. Of course not. The THT piece, that's an interesting one to me. This guy has – remember when Lakers were playing the Bulls and the conversation was coming up about um, would you rather not, – not even would you rather because I, I don't think that's a conversation right now, but the Lakers made a choice. They made a decision in the offseason – they were going to go with the younger player, THT, who they felt like has more upside, has more value if you're going to go out and trade him down the road, or you're going to go with Alex Caruso, who is a perfect piece like for today, right? Yep. For right now, he's going to help you try to win an NBA championship. Taylor and Tucker has not helped himself at all. I mean, there are a lot of times where he's even in the game, and I'm like, hey, you can't have this guy in the game right now. It's too critical of a situation. So it's a that's a good point. I don't know who that was. That Mike? Mike that and Mike? Burbank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a fair point on the THT piece. I, I think there are two. There are two things that happen, and unfortunately, four by feels, four. By the way, oh, that's bold. That, that's, that's a lot of. That's a lot of meat. Okay. Well, let Taylor crack your mic here for a second. Why two double doubles as opposed to a four by four? I know that you said you I like need to the go bread. On, you you want the bread. So you you're, you're thinking that the bread is the way to go because you want the additional mix. carbs. Because why not just go heavy meat and cheese? Because I like the different ingredients on the different double doubles. See, yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a good answer. mix. Just like it's a good mix. Answer. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Um, I I do. I'm okay having beers with you, Mike. Afterwards, that sounds good. I'm I'm happy to go have a couple of beers. But let's not just blow past the pink lemonade. I mean, that's a staple in and out as well. I'm not saying you got to get a Coke or anything else. But if we're doing in and out, we're going to do a shake or a pink lemonade. Yeah, do a shake. Still have, we can still a have beers. Yeah, you can still do that. That's that, that's a good way to do it. Let's try another one. Um, Diamond Bar, Gilbert. Gilbert, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yeah, good up. Uh, good good morning, gentlemen. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, Thanks, I'm also a big fan of Russell Westbrook. I, he's giving us 28 and eight with a steal. Uh, his shooting percentage is 45. percent it, It's that's the average in the league. Uh, in terms of turnovers. We average 16 a game, which is the same we've been averaging the last two years before that. Uh, I don't think he's the problem at all. Just look at our defensive rating, and that gives you the whole story. Well, Gil, I, I think there's a couple of things going on here. Well, um, a thank- couple of those stats, too. He's 19, 19 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. Mm-hmm. So just uh, I think he said 20-something, but uh, 19 points a game. I think Russell Westbrook is the perfect example. And let me go back a little further. Yep. Russell Westbrook's play this season is not the only reason the Lakers are 19 and 19. It's not. It would be disingenuous to pretend that the reason the Lakers are struggling and middling around 500 and they don't beat good teams and they struggle with bad teams is because Russell Westbrook is X, Y, and Z. It's not the problem. He's one of the problems. He's not the problem, okay? So I don't think anybody is saying the reason the Lakers are where they are is because Russell Westbrook hasn't has sunk this team. I don't think that's what's going on. That being said, Russell Westbrook's stats almost never tell the entire story of his impact on a basketball game, both for good and for bad. 
when he plays well, sometimes he's staying on triple-double, great, but he just takes over the game. When he's bad, though, Al, he can st- he can play poorly, mm-hmm. and you look at the end of the night, and he can have a stat sheet that looks pretty healthy. Stan- I think it was, St- it was either Stan Van Gundy or Jeff. I forget which of the Van Gundy brothers said this, but just because you post a triple-double doesn't mean you played well. And when I saw that, I'm like, that is that is exactly right. It means you put up numbers. It means you stuffed a stat sheet, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily – helped your team win or that you had a great game. I think Russell Westbrook's performance is entirely what impact did he have on the game, not what does the stat sheet look like at the end of the night. So the only stat, and I, 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 and I know I probably shouldn't look at it this way, the only stat I pay attention to with Russ, how many times you turn over the ball? I mean, that, that to me is such a critical stat for him. Trav, if he's averaging – He's averaging pretty much the same amount of turnovers that he that he was last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you could say really the last three four seasons it's it's pretty much the same, right? Under five turnovers a game. Okay, the problem that I had, and I know again maybe I'm in my own little world here. When you're coming on the Lakers to play with LeBron James, naturally you're going to have the ball less. Your turnovers should Can go down. Can you tell down. about progressive Goodyear? They're supposed to go down. Your your turnovers are supposed to um, you know, naturally just kind of start decreasing because you're not going to have the ball in your hands as much. You don't have to make all the decisions. Um, let LeBron – LeBron's going to go get you eight, nine, ten assists a game anyways. I mean, so that's my only thing with him well, is – you're it's, singing my song now, Al. My, my but, whole but, point of why do you need a point guard when you have LeBron James as your point guard? That that was the thing. You, what you just said is exactly how I felt when the thing went down. I, I know why they did it, and I think you do too. And it, it's not panning out that way. The reason why they did it is because they felt like, hey, this is going to give LeBron James a chance to not have everything on his shoulders. <laughs> LBJ can go on the bench and he could, you know, at times rest while LeBron or while Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook carry the team. It hasn't happened. I'm just telling you that's that's what I think the the thought process was I think in right. the offseason. I, I think it was partially that and partially so they could all play together. I, I think you're right. A good portion of it was, hey, we'll give LeBron some time, and mm-hmm. and while he's catching his breath on the bench. Russell you got another can, guy. You got another you got playmaker. Another exactly yep. right. Instead of having it be Rajon Rondo or somebody that's not really a, a scoring threat or anything, you got you've got Russell Westbrook, and you can play them together. And it turns out that really neither one of those things have been true. That they don't play particularly well together. And when LeBron is unavailable with their injury or whatever else, he has not been able to carry that water like that. One one quick thing, just to add to this, and I think this is the key, and it's it, this is where I think Laker fans are right now. Everything that happens, the finger is pointed at Russell Westbrook. That's not that's. If you think that this season they're nineteen and nineteen, it's only because of Russell Westbrook. I, I think it's just an easy scapegoat right now. It's that not. is not the reason, but that's at the why same I said time, that. that because I look, there's nobody that would be more <clears throat> anxious to say, "See, see, see, I told you, Russell Westbrook, Russell." I, but I've gone out of my way to say he's not the problem; he's one of the problems. And Trav, and, the, and, and, why, and the list is long. And the only reason why I'm mentioning is because after every single game. Like, like, you know, we were, we were joking around a little bit earlier. After every game last season, it was Kuzma, right? Every single game. It doesn't even matter what the hell happened. People would find things to talk about Kuz. Russ is kind of getting that today. Now it's different because Russ's expectations are a lot higher than Kuz's were. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. More of your phone calls coming up in a little bit, Slee, and I'm going to go through an old junk drawer because it is a sad, sad day in the world of tech. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. It made me think, Al, how did how was the holiday season for Rookie? Did he do all right? Did you get him a present? Uh, rookie's doing okay. I told you he basically took down the Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> literally, every ornament that was there. It, it looked kind of funny because... 75% of the tree was just demolished, and then the upper 25% of the tree was just in great shape. Ornaments still there, the star on top. I mean, everything was perfect. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's, um, you know, he's got uh, he's got some classes that he's going to get into. He, I'm trying to get him classes to, uh, like behavioral classes. Yeah, he's going to try yeah, to keep, yeah. whip him into shape. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's at a point where if he's not tired, then all he wants to do is, well, why don't I just kind of bite towards your hands or your sweater <laughs> and, uh, you know, just uh, exert all my energy. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if your girl is on a phone call for work. It doesn't matter if I'm doing a radio show. I'm ready to play, and uh, that's that's where we are with Rookie right it's now. Ro- it's Rookie's world, and you're just living in it. Look, as long as he's housebroken and doesn't attack people, you're no, like no, no, 95% no. of the way home. You're fine. No, he's the nicest. I mean, he will literally – if somebody breaks into this place, he will um, he will fall by their feet and just ask for a quick <laughs> belly rub, and you can take whatever you want. I like it. I, I, that's his you, negotiation. You should take a vacation, and you should leave yep. him with me for a weekend. I, I think I, I think that's something that that absolutely you would love needs the guy. to happen. I, I don't doubt awesome. it. I don't yeah. doubt it. And it's the perfect amount of time to be a dog owner, like three days. And then yeah. I can give it back that's to you, plenty. and yep. everything's good. All right. Um, were you a BlackBerry guy, Slee? Definitely a BlackBerry guy. Not anymore. You're not because today is the last day that BlackBerry will offer service on its literally devices. just bought stock. <laughs> What a, what a, a buddy of mine has a kid that just graduated the degree uh, with computer science. Really super bright kid. And he went to work for BlackBerry in an internship last summer. I'm like, wait, what? BlackBerry still has, like, a thing that they do? Like, they, they still have devices? They still have software? But so it's BlackBerry over? was the thing. It's, I, I don't know if it, they're not... They're not offering service anymore for it. You you can no longer get your little square thing out and and bounce that ball up and down and make calls and send emails. But it was the pinnacle of personal technology for, what, five, six years. You had to have a BlackBerry. So what happened? How come they – okay, I know what happened. Samsung and uh, the iPhone happened. Um, (laughs) But, uh, bro, back in the day, BlackBerry was – Everything. I used to have those uh, what are those cases. For the holster? You, yeah, you put on your belt. What, you like Wild Bill Hickok with your I know. BlackBerry? <laughs> 100%. I was. And uh, I, those those phones were just the greatest. By the way, for emails, how solid was it for emails? Solid for texting, all that stuff. But, damn, it's kind of sad. Kind of sad to see the BlackBerry go. There, it's gone. And, for look. I when I had my first job, my first real job, like out of the house, living on my own, paying my own way, that that whole thing, 
I had a pager was my first like cellular device where you would get a, ooh, I got beeped. I'm going to call somebody back. This is like the peak of technology. And then I got that Motorola flip phone, the one where you'd extend the, 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 uh, the, antenna, the antenna and the buttons. Yep. Each button was about the size of a dime. It was the most clunky looking thing, but it was awesome. And then all of a sudden, the BlackBerry comes in and you could get email on it. It wasn't just you could call people out. You could you could get email on your phone and it was like being in Star Trek. It was a totally different thing that you'd never conceived of before. It had that little ball in the middle. It felt like there the was ball never in the middle was just the best. <laughs> and then just they went the blue. Remember when it went from black to blue? Yep. You could get the blue one. It had color. And That's by color, it it, instead of it being like that tan and black, it was tan and black and a little bit of green and blue. It was the worst thing you've ever seen. But, man, did I love that BlackBerry. All right. Uh, let's make this a part of today's stat hero of the day. It is BlackBerry. At its peak in September of 2013, there was 85 million BlackBerries in the world. Got to be honest with you. That doesn't seem like that long ago. No, I, 20... I would have thought it was. I, th- I would have thought it was much earlier. Well, what, iPhone was what? Oh seven? I think the iPhone came out in oh seven, oh eight, something like that. They mm-hmm. did had another five year run after the iPhone. It's extraordinary to me because once hero... the iPhone came out, it's like what? What is this? Why do I need this thing? Yeah, Stat Hero is the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. We appreciate their partnership. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Do you ever have the uh, – do you ever get the Razor? Remember the Razor? Oh, that was slick. Yeah. yeah. It was all flat yeah. and shiny Damn and right chrome. Is that right your first one? Um, not my first phone, but I remember getting the Razor phone, and I just thought, like, yeah, I'm just going to – I'm going to always have my phone out. I don't, I don't care what happens. I'm always going to have my phone out. You see Samsung's new phone? No. Yeah, that one looks. That looks pretty. What is good. it? I, I'm not even. Being, what is? What does it do that my iPhone doesn't do? Um, I think it's actually similar. It it does open up, right? So you can close it and open it up, and the okay. way you can look at some of the videos, like as it opens up, the video opens up. It's pretty legit. You haven't seen any of their commercials? I I no. I mean, I'm sure I have, but I'm just not aware but- of them. Essentially, it's it is trying to like do that nostalgia of the flip phone because I think the Gen X, my generation, are like, sure. oh, we no, want to have our old like little flip phones, but that's right. it's folded also. in the center. Okay, <laughs> and it's and it's all touchscreen though. It's like essentially an iPhone, but that folds in half. Yeah, it seems think just about like that. a waste. Like literally, that's actually the best. It's 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 an but why iPhone, do I need that? but folds in half. Why do I, I, I've never once I'm in my life sure. it's trendy. <laughs> just think about that for a second. Fold like, your I've never, phone in half. Had my iPhone and yeah. wanted to fold it in half. Like that's never been an, uh, a desire that I've had. Like you know, it would be great right now. Right after I'm done with this phone call. Right yep. after I'm done looking at uh, this video of Tiger Woods hitting the driver off the deck at Kapalua. I really wish I could fold this phone in half. Sometimes they can be too big. Like if you, you I don't know, that. lady pockets are very small, and so sometimes <laughs> my phone can't fit into it. The so sometimes I'm gonna con- fold the it. Ad re- the ad was convincing enough to just give it some consideration. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, you would okay. play with it at the store. You would go so, to Best Buy and you would flip with it. Yes. I have never been. You guys tell me what you think. I have never been the guy that needs the new phone. It's just it's not my thing, right? Like I, I don't need the second iPhone 46 comes out. I'm not throwing yeah. the 45 in the trash. I, I'm good, right? I, I'm just – it's not my jam. Were you the I have to get the next thing? Because the only time in my life was when I had the BlackBerry mm-hmm. and then I saw the iPhone. I'm like, yeah, that's better in every single way. G- give, me, give me that thing. Yeah. Do you know who you're talking to? I'm I'm the guy that will 
let's just use this as an example, okay? I'm not when the new car comes out. I'm not buying the new car. But when it's a couple years old, uh, what are we look, what are we looking at here? Is there low mileage iPhones? Can we uh, your lane. <laughs> can we negotiate here? What are we looking like? Uh, I'm not going to Nordstrom, but at Nordstrom Rack. What are we? Are we out of season yet? All right, let's let's take a quick look. <laughs> I can see you out. What is that like? A spring 2019? I, that that that's the Joseph Abood from 2019. Come on, come on, make me pick me a Joseph Abood. Yes, that's awesome. Right? Joseph, are you more Abood. of a Calvin Klein guy? Made Hugo the Boss? Show. Where are we going? Where are I we don't going? know. Whatever don't it looks know. like, I'm not paying too much attention. <laughs> I want it to make me look thinner, and that's it. That's it. Is it, is it black, and will it make me look skinnier? That's you all and I, when about. you asked that question, were you the guy that you know is getting the first edition of this right when it comes out? I'm like, both you and I, I don't think are anywhere near that. At least I assume that we're not. But Emily, were you in line for the pink razor when it first came out as for your lady pockets? <laughs> I never had a pink razor, but I always wanted a pink razor. And I, but for me, my phone was more of a fashion statement. So I love the color orange and I really wanted an orange phone. So that was the first one that I got was like an orange slide phone. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember those ones sure. that has the slide up and then you had to like touch each like number a couple times to get each So letter. if you, if you wanted to type the letter C, <laughs> you had to hit the number two, three times. Right. I think I got my, my fingers were very dexterous at that time. So that was, that was definitely good. But um, no, I never had the pink razor, but I was always jealous of those girls that did because you know that they were like, they were the coolest girls in town. And it okay. was very much a statement. There's a generational thing going on here because my dad, who, who he, he got it, I don't know who his provider is, but whoever his provider was, sent him a AT&T. note the other day. AT&T. It said, um, Dear Mr. Rogers, your phone will no longer be carried under the current plan. You need to upgrade to a new. He had like a iPhone five that <laughs> you just Love don't it. even see him anymore. It's just great. So we go to the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day, right? And he he we're taking pictures of, of the group, and he takes out his brand new iPhone. It's like the the newest one, right? It's got the three the thirteen in the back. It's it's awesome. Yep. It looks yeah. like a movie studio. It's like seven grand. Yep. My my three kids were like. Grandpa, you got a new phone? Oh my god, that's so cool! Oh, let me see. And I'm like, D- who? Who cares? Like, I just, I can't imagine caring about anything less in my life. But you're right, Emily. That you, the, the generational gap in that is significant. I could not care any less when you got your new BlackBerry or your new what was that one that's that kind of popped up that had a little keyboard that like a it was called a Sky Palm Rider. Pilot. No, it wasn't a Palm Pilot. It was shaped kind of like about. an egg, and the top half would about. slide up. I forget what, what it was is called. That thing help, called. Help me I know exactly Eight, what you're talking sidekick? about. That, sidekick? Sidekick. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Is that Perfect. like T-Mobile or something like <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Oh, I got a sidekick. Yep. Okay. They had cool, cool commercials. That's why I, I like wanted the sidekick. And That's they were used on right Zoe 101, which is a show that I watched. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We'll get back to the Lakers and what they should have done instead of Russell Westbrook. Or did they do the right thing? Do you want what you had or do you like what you have right now? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
better than that. I, I would kill to be on an episode of The Simpsons. Plus, it's, you know, think about what Adam Schefter does, right? He's a reporter. Like, he reports the NFL. Right. I know he's one of the best in the business, but, like, that's his role. So to get a – to be featured as himself on The Simpsons. Do you guys ever see this? I, I'm forgetting who the advertiser was, but um, Woj – maybe within the last year or so, was on with a big sponsor, right? There was yeah. a, It was one of their commercials. Uber Eats, and, I think, maybe? What's that? I think you're right, Emily. Uber, Uber Eats? I think so. Whether it was Uber Eats, whatever it was, but here, there's, there's Woj doing what Woj does, and he's on the platform of this you know multi-billion dollar company, and all he's doing is being himself. Yeah, that's as baller as it gets. You know what I mean? Like somebody is taking you – your product, and it's all it is is just your job and what you do, and it's not like it was a Stephen A. Smith or one of those names. It was Woj, and it was Woj doing what he does. That's that's pretty baller. If I got the call saying, hey, um, we're thinking about doing an episode that circles around sports talk radio, and we would like you to be on it, and we're gonna, and I say, yeah, how much do I have to pay you to do it? Like, I, I mean, because I'm willing to go pretty big. You, you need 10000 Like, what, what do you need for me to be a part of your universe? I, I, I would start scratching a check right away. All right, so this is kind of a popular thing in my generation after all the holidays. Sidekicks? Sidekicks, too. They're really <laughs> cool. Um, but you drink a lot, and so then you're going to do dry January. So dry January is where you have no alcohol for the month of January. So you would participate in dry January. And Alan, is this Patrick Cap? Uh, it's fact. I, it's not actually – I don't find it that – if you said, hey, you got to give up alcohol for 30 days, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, I – Trust me, it's it's nice to have that uh, a bourbon. It's nice to have a glass of wine at dinner. But I don't think it would be that difficult, to be honest with you. Now, if you ask me when's the last time I've done it, I haven't done it. So maybe <laughs> maybe I just have absolutely no idea what it would be. Is it, isn't it funny when you like – when somebody is explaining to you, let's say maybe their diet, right? Oh, this is what I eat, and I'm very strict with it, and I do this, this, this. And while you're sitting there on the TV and you're eating some kind of you know, food, you're like, that doesn't seem that hard. And then you actually try to do it, and you're like, well, how the hell do you not eat any bread for 30 days or whatever the case is? This one probably to me sounds easier than it really is, but I've never done it before. Um, I've never done – it's cap for me. I would not participate in it, mostly because I don't like to participate in things, generally speaking. <laughs> I just – if there's a thing that's going on, I'm staunchly on the other side. Um, why would you want to deny yourself something that's so wonderful? I, this is the part – like, I, to your point, Al – if it's a if it's a health thing, like I, I need to drop some weight, my doctor said you're going to drop dead if you don't, you know, cut your cholesterol or whatever. Okay, fine, that's one thing. But if we're just talking about, I want to go out to dinner and have a martini and a glass of wine. I'm not giving that up just because it's a thing that people are doing. That's it's what makes life go around, man. What what makes getting out of bed every morning worth it is having something to look forward to. Remember it could you. be your faith, it can be your family, or it can be that perfectly shaken martini at the end of the day. I so, need something to look forward to. This is what uh, you've done it before. Remember you I did have. What did you do uh Remember you were trying to you said you had to you had to drop some LBs. I did. Okay. Well, that was financially motivated. Well, but there was a reason for it, right? And yeah. you were able to do it. I think this oh, yeah. is kind of the same thing. If you need to do it, you'll do it. Oh, sure. I'm, look, I'm not saying that I would be curled up in a ball vomiting on myself if you told me I couldn't have a drink for a week. <laughs> not, I haven't reached that point in my life yet. But if you're just saying, hey, you know, dry January is a thing people do. Yeah, enjoy yourself. I'll take uh, – Let me know how uh, it goes. 
Hendricks Martini up with olives and no, keep your disgusting blue cheese olives are you on the, the other guy, side of the bar. Are you the guy when somebody says, hey, they're not doing this for 30 days? Let's just say they're on a diet or something along those lines. Do you send them photos of, like, pizza that you're having at the time? <laughs> I do now. I hadn't yeah, really I, considered I, I it, like, but I'm going like to start doing it right guy. now. Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, so the NHL Winter Classic happened this weekend. So I know we've talked about it before when it happened in Dodger Stadium, but they do it in a baseball field every year. So this year is at Target Field in Minnesota, and it was negative two degrees. At some points, it got even colder. So you could withstand this kind of weather to see a game you really wanted to see. Travis, is factor cap. Um, yeah, it's fact. I could do it because I have done it. Um, I went to a NFC championship game in Green Bay, Wisconsin, between the Carolina Panthers and the Packers. I want to say 1997, 98, somewhere, somewhere in there. It was eight degrees and the entire bowl of Lambeau stadium had been filled with snow from days before. And they give you this little piece of cardboard that you you put your feet on to kind of stamp into the snow so you basically don't have your feet in ice water for three hours. It was so unbelievably cold, but also a lot of fun to kind of be out in the elements like that once. I don't know if I ever need to do it again, but I have done it. It was a super amount of fun. If you said to me, you know, the, the, the coolest game you're ever going to see is going to be in five degrees outside, I'd go do it. Okay, so I'm with you on this. First of all, I have not done it, so I've not been in that type of environment. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of a bucket list thing is Lambo. Bucket list thing, there are places that you want to go and you want to be in that environment. Like you want it to feel exactly, I think there's something cool about watching on TV. And listen, again, I'm sitting on my couch here, so what the hell do I know? <laughs> I'm like, these dudes have their shirts off? They, these guys really have their shirts off? Whatever they're in. It's in Pittsburgh. It's in Buffalo. It's in uh, Green Bay. Uh, I think it's more the ex- uh, experience for me. It's less to do with the actual game. Don't get me wrong. I want a good game. I want all that. If the playoff game and it's you know it's Aaron Rodgers and it's a huge game, it's the Packers and the Rams, how cool would that be? Packers and Tampa. Uh, but it's more the experience, so I'd, I'd be down to do it even if the environment or the weather is awful. I saw something that I'd never seen before. Taylor may know of this trick because he grew up in the Midwest where it gets crazy, crazy cold in the middle of the winter. At the same Green Bay game, we're walking through some tailgates, and somebody says to me, hey, can I get you a beer? I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. Guy disappears for five minutes, and he comes back, and he gives me the can of beer and you know, start drinking the beer. And he, I said, hey, wait, where'd you go? He goes, oh, I had to get the beers out of the car. I said, what? what? Why? Why do you have the beers in the car? He says, because if we keep them out here, they're going to freeze. <laughs> they, they, you, they, my entire life, it has been, how do I keep this beer cold, cold. as long as possible? And oh their thing is, where gosh. can I keep them where they won't freeze? Because if we keep them outside, they're going to freeze. That, that, that was a new one for me. Taylor, have you, have you experienced that, where you have to hide your beer so they don't freeze? Yeah, I lived in Wisconsin for two years and uh, can confirm. <laughs> there you go. All That's right. next level. It was all. It was beer was cold. Yeah, there was some video circulating from this weekend in Green Bay too, where someone had a time lapse of how fast his bottle of water froze. Oh yeah, just just in the air, uh, and yeah, crazy stuff. So you would. So it's kind of going around a lot right now. These uh, people who have been a part of these quick HGTV makeovers in their house, and then there's just a bunch of things that don't work, things that are kind of sawdusty. But you get free renovation for um, by participating. So. You would participate in one of the speedy makeover shows from HGTV. Alex right. is Factor Cap. First of all, uh, it, it is fact, and those shows are pretty damn catchy. Okay, I, and I, it's they're funny because awesome. here's the funny thing: I don't watch them, but when they're on, 
I will watch them. So it's got to be. It's got. I guess the stars got a line. They're interesting. There's the one buy it or sell it or whatever the heck it is. Flip or fl- uh, flip or flop. Something or like model, that. Something like that. Whatever. Love it or sell is, it. Right? Love it or sell it. I love how we just we just came up with six different titles to the show. And I, I, I don't know. Stop if any giving of them away good right ideas. Ones. Love it or list it. That's what it all, is. all we need love is a contract. Love it or list it. Love it or list it. Um, I would definitely do it. And by the way, it's one of those two where yeah, it probably doesn't come out. A lot of it's made for TV. A lot of it is they're not going to show you the details. They're not going to show you what's going on behind that uh, cabinet or behind the you know this wall or anything along those lines. A hundred percent. So much of this is just for the eye for TV. I'm sure there's plenty of things that have to get done after they leave. But damn, you just got to remodel. At least, even if it's sixty percent of the remodel, you take it. Okay, so uh, I would absolutely do it. So it's a fact. How Al, you just hit the bullseye. I have. I, I'm not going to say the show, and I'm not going to say the people. I have very close friends. Okay. that have participated on one of these shows. They have been the makeover, right, mm. where they do the house. I'm not saying all of them okay, because I don't know, but I know that their experience was they come in and say, and the, the concept of this was they're going to redo your house with things you already have, right? They're, they're going to, oh, we're going to take this light fixture. We're going to put it over ah. here. We're going to take this okay. thing. We're, we're going to redo. We're not going to spend any new money. We're just going to find the things in your home and make it look like a different place. Kind of a cool idea. They tell you what to go out and buy, and then you stick it in the corner of the garage. They go, oh, that little string of lights would be perfect in the backyard. It's it's a bit of a setup, but yeah, if, if you told me that you can come in and redo my house in, in a weekend, I don't care if you're only getting 60% of the way there. It's better than anything Let's I got go. going right now, for sure. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. If you are on hold, stay there. we still got a lot of Lakers stuff to get to as well. But, Al, we are less than a week away from the National Championship game in college football, and it is the anniversary of one of the greatest days in sports history, and, well, you missed it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. People want to talk about their cell phones, Al. Maybe you and I are not uh, cell phone guys, but that doesn't mean that other people are not. I'm getting a lot of Twitter action, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa. Um the sidekick from Anthony Rincon, he's got a little gif of the thing flipping open. I, I'm not going to lie. Watching that screen do a 180 flip as it slides up, that's it's kind of cool. If I had that, I might flip that back and forth a few hundred times an hour. It is kind of funny how many different kind of phones there were. This is Today is, I think Emily was mentioning earlier, so that's it. The BlackBerry, they're going to stop producing the BlackBerry, so... Um, it, it's, it is interesting that there's no more real game in this, right? Like, there's just, there's there's the Samsung and there's the iPhone. I mean, what, what else is out there? I, I, I know, literally, I, I have no idea what else is out there. If I, if we had not found out, had Emily not told us this morning that BlackBerry was discontinuing service today, would she you could have, have had... said it was the ten year anniversary <laughs> that has been discontinued? Exactly right, exactly right. Ah, uh, never are that is owl uh, at Frank says. Let's not forget the StarTac. That was one of the original ones, right? The StarTac is a throwback. Uh, Scotty Sawyer writes, Travis Slee, the Kardashians are having a memorial for BlackBerry today. They were the biggest advocates of this. Emily, uh, are you a Kardashian person? I, I don't know the show. Were they BlackBerry people? Yeah, so like at the beginning of the show, again, it was kind of like the early 2012, yeah, 2013 when that, at the peak. Yeah, I missed the last episode or two. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. We've got to go back a couple uh, seasons, but yes, they were. <laughs> yes, Did you they, know that, They liked Al? it in... 
No, I feel like there could have been a rivalry. Like you could give Kim a BlackBerry and give Chloe the Samsung and give me another one. What's another one? Give me a Kardashian, somebody, Kendall? help me out. Kendall. You can uh, get Kendall. Kendall, the iPhone. Kendall. You can just have like a little uh, cellular war right there yeah. on the set of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Why not? Yeah, I, it's all, it's all their, like, their nails clacking against the, the keys. That's something we miss, too. The, the nails against the little keys, that's something we miss. Now, we've been basically executive producers all day today. We've come up with the Midnight Dodger game. We've come yep. up with a new wrinkle for the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. We've come up with all sorts of different things, uh, different names for flip it or flop it. What, what did we decide it was? List it, love it or list it. We've got we've got a million good ideas today. You should start think, putting these things together. You're the business guy around here. Well, I was going to say, I don't think I had any of those ideas. I think those were – I would like to take credit. I don't think any of the good ideas came from me. <laughs> well, you can put them together. You can get You can get equal credit. I'll come up with the idea. You actually do the work, I'll and go we'll go from it. there. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Let's try another call here. Let's go to the Valley. Jackson in Northridge. Jackson, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? How's it going? Hey, what's I going got on, man? Stats for you. Here's some stats for you. Uh, LAUSD School. Delayed seven days. Virtual doctor visit, eight-hour time wait. COVID drive-through, three hours. Travis and sleep, only an hour. Only an hour, so you guys are doing great. Doing real good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad Sorry, you hung buddy. in there, Jackson. Sorry, Thank you. we appreciate you waiting. I wasn't sure where you, you were going with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we got there. Well done. Hey, man, I, I, I'm going to always wait because I'm always a listener and a fan, and I appreciate you guys being there every day. Um, real quick about the Russell Westbrook thing. Uh, I personally feel like if you just really analyze Westbrook, uh, you can see that he switched gears. I just really think Russell Westbrook don't care anymore. That's the type of attitude that I feel he has, and I think all the negative press about his play and even the trade talk, I think it really has gotten to him. He's never going to admit it, but I think it has gotten to him, and you can see it just simply by the way he acts on the court. I mean, you got to care about turnovers. You got to care about missed shots. Those are things that you work on as a pro each and every day if you want to improve your game. So, Russell, go see a therapist, my brother. I think you need to recalibrate your thinking because it's always about winning championships with the Lakers. And, guys, I don't think he's on that page. I really don't. I- All right, Jackson. I, I want to I respond to a couple of these things. Thank you for the call. And sincerely, thank you for waiting as long as you did and listening as often as you do. I, I have been exceedingly critical of Russell Westbrook since they've made the acquisition. I have said that I didn't think he was a good fit. I don't think that he is. I don't think that he will ever fit in in the way that Laker fans and management were hoping that he would. I don't think it's going to happen. The one thing I will never question about that dude is whether or not he cares. He cares. He cares deeply. Now, listen, he hates the media. He hates talking to us. He It's not his jam. He doesn't like it. That's fine. It doesn't need to be. It's okay to not want to talk after a game or to take offense to a question. That's okay. I'm fine with that. But I, I, I really have a hard problem, Jackson, with what you're saying about him not caring. He, I, I, if anything – 
it, it's a it's an issue of him caring so much about his own performance and trying to do so many different things that he works against himself. I do not think that he's out there because look, I, I, I'm I'm not naive. I know there are a lot of guys in just about every sport that are out there to collect money and to just kind of do their thing. And, and yeah, of every, course, every occupation. Yep. Of, of course, I don't think he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I think look, Russell Westbrook has more money than he can ever go through in his entire life, right? And he plays at a certain pace. He plays a certain way. I don't love his game. I never really have, but I've never once questioned his desire to play hard and to win. I think what he's saying is when, when, when he says that he doesn't care anymore, we were taking those comments that he had in the postgame show on Sunday, and we were talking about him saying, look, it's part of the game. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm allowed to have turnovers. I'm allowed to miss shots. He is right about that. And, and nobody's going to quite – that's part of the game. You fail much more than you're going to succeed. That's that's just kind of comes with the territory. But I think if I understand what Jackson is trying to mention is – that's the, the, the context of the way he responded, the context of him saying, you know, not taking responsibility for the turnovers, not um, not at least addressing it of, no, that is an issue. I cannot have a game. He had nine turnovers, Trap. We're not talking about a game he had Only four two in the five. second half. However you want to twist it, right? <laughs> he had nine turnovers in the game. So I, I think his Jackson's frustration is, listen, you're too good of a player. And you you got too much experience in the league, and it's not on your shoulders. The best player in the world is still playing for the Lakers right now. Whether you want to put Braun as the best player, or he's a top three, he's or close top, enough. Whatever you want to put it, okay? close enough. He is still one of the best players in the world. Yep. It's not on Russell Westbrook's back the way it needed to be in OKC when when KD was gone. That the frustration that Jackson shares, I think, is a frustration a lot of a lot of Laker fans share. You also you also have to be just smarter. Like just part of your evolution in the game, if you're averaging five turnovers, close to five turnovers a game with LeBron on your team, no, I I do I understand where he's coming from. I find that very very hard to comprehend that a player of that caliber has been in the league for this long is still averaging the same amount of turnovers he did three four years ago with Oklahoma City without LeBron. No, that that's not okay. He but this is my point all along. He wasn't going to change. He's not wired like that. That whether it's LeBron or but Magic Johnson, but naturally, I, who's on the floor with you and what your role is changes. You're, you're you not looking saying? at it. I, I I understand what you're saying, but I disagree with it. What I'm what I'm saying is, is Russell Westbrook could be out there with Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West. He's still going to think the best option is for me to do these things. That that's that's who he is. He's not going to wake up one morning and say, you know what. Over there is better. I can do a little. It, it's it just it just that's how he sees the world, and that's why he is who he is, and why he's had the success that he's had. People, especially high level professional athletes, rarely change theirs. They they just don't go about it differently because all of a sudden, oh well, this guy's a little different. Some let me, let me do, give you, but let me very give you an very example. few. Let me let me give you an example. Let me. I'm trying to think here of a good example. Did AD change his game a bit when he came to the Lakers, knowing that LeBron's on his team? Not, not really. No, I, I think he, I think he adjusted. Okay, let, let me give. I think it, he's the same maybe, guy. Maybe this is a little bit better. Did Dwayne Wade change his game to LeBron when he came over, and then Bosch had to change his game as well? Yep. Um, did I, I'm just trying to but think Dwayne off the top Wade of my never, head. Dwayne Wade never had the personality traits that Russell Westbrook did. Never. He, but, Chris Bosh never had the personality traits that Russell Westbrook has. They're just they're just wired differently. But do, do you see the point that I'm making? It's it's not like it's it's 
actually more common than you think. When you're a squad trying to win a championship, that things do adjust a little bit. Because, listen, to, to, to have an opportunity to win a championship, you have to change your game a little bit. Because you're going to have good enough players on your team that are going to be competing at a high enough level where there has to be some adjustment. Well, LeBron... Yeah, you, 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 we just look at it. You're talking about the way that things should be. I'm talking about the way that things are, that, that guys should do the things that you're talking about. I'm talking about the way human beings act in the real world, and human beings act in the real world the way that, no, 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 I'm the best. I'm going to do it. Yeah, but you're actually not. No, 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 I, They just Guys don't change very – the guys that can – are wildly successful. Guys that are adaptive and can figure out different ways to navigate things, those are the guys that you want to be around more than anybody else. Those are really good leaders, really good players, really good bosses, really good employees that are adaptive to their surroundings. Very few people you are just, that. You just cannot have, if LeBron's on your team, and just naturally you have the ball that much less in your hand. You should. You, it cannot, should. How do you still have the same amount of turnovers you did when LeBron wasn't on your Have team? you that never watched him play until this season? But, <laughs> you, do, but, but, Trav, do you hear what I'm saying? I, you're, Al, you're right. In a vacuum, you're right. But not in even real, in a vacuum. Just, in reality? He doesn't, he doesn't have the ball in his hands the same amount of times he used to. You see what I'm saying? Just but he's LeBron's got the, the ball. LeBron's got the ball so yeah. – it's, it's the equivalent of saying that – you know, you're getting less bats at the plate. You know, and you're striking getting, out the same amount of times. Right. It's yeah. like, wait a minute here. You had five at bats, and now you're down to three at bats, and you're still having two. Uh, but two I still have to hit. A game. I still have to hit two doubles a game, so I'm swing as hard as I can. That's good. <laughs> it's how we kind of looks at. All right, I haven't even made fun of you for missing out on one of the great anniversaries. That's happening next. I need to make sure that people know that you're that guy. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.